What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host, and today, guys, I want to talk to you about the Donald Trump indictment. I want to give you guys my opinion on it because I want to give you my take and not the take of everyone else's because, like I said, everybody has an opinion on it. So I want to give you my take on that as well. And I got a lot, a lot of topics to talk about today. So I want to get through that as well. But before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, seriously, guys, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys. If you guys want to support and sponsor this podcast show, all right? If you guys love Nikki's World so much, please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review. Good, bad, and the ugly. Also, guys, I do have affiliate links, and they are with my ID, eBay, Podbeam, and Shibari Study. So if you guys want to buy the products through those, the link's in the description below. And seriously, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, and if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes, seriously, guys, can y'all please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today? Whew. Wow. That was a handful, guys. That was a handful, okay? All right, before we get the show on the road, yes, and I'm diapered up as always, okay? I do want to talk about this. Yes, I'm going back to work tomorrow. I know I've been out of work for like about almost like two weeks now because uh, because I said that somebody was bullying me at work. 
and that's considered harassment. So they had to take everybody out and put everything on, on investigation. So that's that that's been over with. So now it looks like I'm going back to work very shortly. Yeah, it looks like it. It really does. So yeah. And also, I went through an interview with a state job, so which means now I am in the process, which means they're going through background checks, they're going through paperwork, you know, just to make sure. So I'm hoping that goes through, and if that does, you know, I could be on my way to working for the state. Which is kind of good. And then I have another interview tomorrow morning. It's an, it's like through Zoom. So I have I have that as well. So I, I have that and many other, other things I got to get through, you know. But anyway, guys, let's get on with the show, shall we, guys? So as you all know, guys, Donald Trump had to show up in court for that day for his arraignment. Because you had this like uh, Twinkies, Alvin Bragg, like saying saying that he committed a crime when he when the DOJ said that wasn't actually a crime, you know. But the but the thing is, I want to say like this: this is nothing more than political persecution of Donald Trump. Basically, this is this is a this is a coup, in my opinion. This is a coup to take out your political opponent. And this is something that you would see in communist authoritarian third world nations. Okay, this is what you would see when they when your rival wants to take you out and they'll use whatever means necessary, even imprisoning them. Okay, so this is this is this is basically a coup. The Democrats are committing the biggest coup in this country. Because they know that their lame duck Pino, which is president in name only, Joe Biden, you know, he he's 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 the he's he's the worst president since since like uh, Jimmy Carter. So basically, the Democrats know he's a lame duck president. They know he's a lame duck. They know he's 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 he's, he's no good. They know he's trash. And the fact that you have a presidential election coming up next year in 2024, the Democrats have nothing to run on. And they know since Trump is going to be running for 2024, they know that he'll he'll win either way. But the thing is, Democrats are desperate to cheat and desperate to to take out any opponent or challenger, okay? They're desperate to stay in power. And what better way to do this and then to, to create some fake made-up charge that it, when you look at the indictment, it's like, where's the actual crime? Where's the crime? Where's the actual crime here, ladies and gentlemen? Where Where is it? I look at the 11-page the indictment, and I see nothing that would make me question whether Trump actually did it or not. Okay? To me, guys, to me, 
This is George Soros and all the Democrats' attempt to basically silence and make Trump look so bad that people would turn away from him. The fact of the matter is, guys, this is a coup going on. And if y'all don't notice that, or if y'all don't see the fucking tea leaves, this is a coup that is going on in this country right now. It is it is a coup to take out Donald Trump, okay? It is basically a coup d'etat to take out Trump, Trump to make sure he never runs for office. And they're doing all they can to stop him. And the sad thing is, guys... Every attempt that the left, Democrats, socialists, and communists have tried has fallen flat on their fucking faces. Has fallen so flat that it ain't even funny, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you this right now. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. The coup that they are trying to do and trying to make sure Donald Trump never runs for office in 2024 and bog him down in all these legal ramblings and legal mumbo-jumbo bullshit. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. This is a coup, and this this, this is like a prelude to a civil war in this country. It pretty much is, ladies and gentlemen. It pretty much is because I look at it like this. If this was done in any third world authoritarian and non-Western nation outside of a Western civilization, the left and the Democrats would be running for their lives because people would, would go to war and basically... Make the Democrats an endangered species and on an, an extinction list. Yeah, if this was done in any country outside of America, okay, pretty much, pretty much. The sad fact is, guys, the sad fact is, is like this, guys. If you look at it like this, the only reason why they want to take out Trump. It's because they got nothing to run on in 2024. They have nothing. They destroyed the economy. They destroyed the economy. They destroyed the dollar, which by probably by the end of the year, the dollar is going to be worthless. And no country is ever going to want to use the dollar, the American dollar to trade with. So basically, guys, they wrecked and destroyed the nation. Pretty much. They've wrecked and destroyed the country. And this is basically, to me, guys, a soft coup. This is a soft coup that the Democrats always love to accuse Trump of creating an insurrection or a coup. When, in fact, they're the ones that are doing it. And they're the ones that are gaslighting you for it. They're the ones that are, like, basically projecting and accusing you of the very thing that they're fucking doing. Pretty much, guys, it is a soft coup going on right now, okay? And this, and this like, hack of a district attorney by the name of Alvin Bragg, he's a fucking lunatic. He's a fucking dickhead, okay? He is. He's a fucking, he's a fucking nutcase. To me, guys, 
any politician or any district attorney that takes money from George Soros should be kicked out of office in less than two seconds. Should be arrested under the RICO statutes. Okay? And if y'all don't know what the RICO statutes are, they're the Nixon-era law against racketeering, corruption, and influence. So, basically, guys, these people should be hunted to extinction. These people should be at least taken out. Okay? These people should be, like, arrested and thrown in prison just by the fact that they're associated with George Soros and by the fact that they they took money in, corrupt money from the Soros, from George Soros and his foundations. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. It's it's racketeering at its finest. Okay? It pretty much is. And to me, to me, like this, guys, all this is, all, all this is guys, is a political witch hunt. It's basically a political witch hunt to make Donald Trump look so bad that his supporters would not even would not even, not even vote for him. That's that's all it is, guys. It's just a it's just the Democrats' last gasp attempt to make him look so bad that his voters and his supporters will turn away from him. But one thing they hadn't hadn't realized, his supporters are so adamant and so so diehard that they're never gonna dissuade him. So basically it's like this. They they simply want to tie him up in the legal system so it makes it harder for him to run. Pretty much, guys, I'm going to say this. That case that Alvin Bragg wants to present in court should, have been, should be thrown out in less than 15 seconds. It should be, guys. It should be thrown out. You know what I mean? It, it really should be. Because you know why? You know why, guys? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this is that I look at it like this. The case is so damn weak that if any other district attorney or assistant U.S. attorney ever saw saw the indictment, they would laugh at him so hard that they would they would need new underwear afterwards. Pretty much, guys. The indictment is so damn fucking weak that it's nothing more than a soft coup to take out Donald Trump and to tie him up in all the legal rambling so he can't run in 2024. That's all it is, guys. That's all it is. And to me, I think, I think, I think like, I think like the feds or some Trump appointed like a assistant attorney Attorney, Attorney General, should open up a RICO investigation in, into, like, uh, Alvin Bragg. I'll bet you but when, when, he, when they find out that they're opening up a RICO, RICO statute investigation on him, Bragg will drop the case in less than two seconds because he'll know. He'll, he'll find out that if you get caught under RICO, you're done. <laughs> You're done. You're going to be doing at least a minimum of what, 15 to 20 years for Rico? Yeah. You're going to be you're going to be looking at doing prison for a fucking long time here. So 
that's why it's like this. That's why if I were, if I were like, if I were Speaker Kevin McCarthy, I would demand the, I, I would have him demand the feds open up a, a, a RICO statute investigation on Alvin Bragg and see what shakes up. I, I would in less than two, two seconds. I, I would in a fucking heartbeat. Okay, I would. I really, really would, you know. Okay, one thing I want to talk about, and this popped up on my social media feed, okay? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. announces a run against Joe Biden as for president as, Demo- as, as a Democrat in 2024. Now, when I heard this story, I nearly fell all over and I said, I said this. Oh, dear God, no, not another fucking Kennedy again. I mean, seriously, but when I looked at at this guy, which was what? Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? I'm like, okay, knowing, knowing, the, knowing the Kennedy clan, okay, knowing the whole, the whole Kennedy family and all that, since since basically he is the nephew of the former of the late president John F Kennedy and the son of the late of the late senator Robert Robert F Kennedy okay so i'm thinking like this what could what could possibly go wrong in this country we have a younger kennedy running for president and i think like this <laughs> the kennedy name We'll probably garner a lot of Democrats to get to, well, and probably Republicans and Independents to back him, because you all know the Kennedy name is so synonymous with, pop, with, with politics, especially John F. Kennedy, who was the original, I mean, the granddaddy of MAGA, the guy who loved this country so much that that the that the deep state had to take him out. Yeah, I believe I, I believe that that theory that them, that John F. Kennedy loved this country so much and cared about this country so much that the deep state had to take him out. I believe that, and I believe the deep state was responsible for the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Yeah, I believe I believe that wholeheartedly. But let's get back to this, okay? Robert F. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. filing papers to run for president. I'll go like this. He's the he's the son of the former former U.S. U.S. Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy, you know. So, and he and he has lineage to the to to President President John F. Kennedy. I think like this. I think like this. He does have a shot because look at it this way. The current crop of Democrats right now. (laughs) If you look at the Kennedy era Democrats versus the what you would call it, the the Democrat or the communists, the socialist communist Democrats today. If it were me, guys, I would go I would go back. I would go to the. To the John F. Kennedy era Democrats, I would go to them because John F. Kennedy, if he was alive right now, 
they would call him a Republican for for that much. They would call him a Republican, all right? Because I look at it like this: Robert F. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, he's got some clout. He's got some. He's got some name recognition going, and he he has he has connections to John F. Kennedy because he is the nephew of President John F. Kennedy. To me, I think I think he has a shot at getting getting the getting to run for president. I mean, let's put it this way: if I were a Democrat, I'd be like this. Between the socialist, communist Democrats that want to seek to destroy this country versus Robert Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is the nephew of the the famous John F. Kennedy, the former president, John F. Kennedy. If I were a Democrat, I'd be jumping on to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in less than two seconds and figuring out how to how to get like a. Like uh, the hyena Kamala, Kamala out the window, you know what I mean, and then try to get Joe Biden to step aside. Yeah, and to me, to me, I think like this: Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has a shot at it. He really does. Okay, he really does. To me. If he ran, be great. It'd be great. But he has to get past New Hampshire and Iowa and, you know, the, and the convention in order to run. But to me, I think like this. This will give them this will give this will give the socialist communist Democrats a run for their money. Because let's put it to you this way. The Kennedy family and their policies Today would be considered Republican conservative policies. Okay? It would. And to me, this is a bit of lineage from the Kennedy family. It is. And and I think and I think it would be great. I think it would be great to bring to bring a Kennedy name to run for office. To and let's put it this way. At least with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He'll probably be like his, his like uh, uncle, John F. Kennedy Jr., and be like, be like, yeah, he'll 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 be the, he'll be the one that would love his country so much. And I hear he is making an announcement on it. You know what I mean? He is announcing that he is running, and from what I am hearing, that he will announce it in Boston, the same place where. Where like John F. Kennedy grew up, and the same place where where the Kennedy family has their the presidential library at. So, yeah, I go like this. I go like this. If 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 Trump can get get Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to run with him as a vice president, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, the man has a shot. The man has a shot. And by the way, guys, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. 
has a website going too. He has one going. Yep. And to me, to me, guys, man's got credibility. Man's got credibility based on the lineage of former President John F. Kennedy, which to me, guys, I go like this. Out of all the presidents in this country, the two that I like the most, John F. Kennedy and Ronald Reagan. After that, everyone was pure trash. Simple as that, guys. It is simple as that, okay? It really is. It really is to me. All right? But anyway, guys, I do want to talk about this, okay? I do want to talk about this. This this came up on uh, Monday in, in the reclaimthenet.org. Okay, and this is about my home state of Connecticut. Connecticut plots online censorship board. Okay, here's the gist of this. Connecticut legislators plan to pass Senate Bill 6410, which would see the creation of a censorship board. The board would study online harassment of individuals and government officials and recommend laws to censor speech. The board would have nine members, four of them from the minority Republican Party. Okay. Basically, I oppose this legislation, okay? Basically, I oppose it on the grounds that it is violating freedom of speech and First Amendment, okay? The bill which is being presented to the Connecticut legislators, Bill Number 6410, aims to to restrict your constitutional rights and restrict your right to freedom of speech. Okay? Basically, basically the legislators and and I'm going to say this guys. The legislators in Connecticut are all progressive Democrats. There's very few Republicans in there. That's why Republicans are the minority and Connecticut is a one-party state. It is ruled by progressive Democrats. And to give you in comparison guys, Progressive Democrats in Connecticut would look like would look like moderates to far radical Democrats in say in say California, New York. Yeah. They would they would be they would be considered moderates to them. But here in Connecticut, there is Bad as there's bad as Democrats in uh, California, New York, they're trailing behind. The worry is about this bill, guys, is that the state wants to restrict your freedom of speech. Connecticut, Connecticut Democrats want to restrict everyone's right to freedom of speech, everyone's right to criticize your government. That's what they want to do. That's what the ultimate aim is. And to me, this is anti-freedom of speech. If this bill gets passed and signed, I guarantee you this. This will get, there'll be some group who will sue the state on the grounds that it is violating their First Amendment rights. Okay? Basically, what Democrats are trying to do, guys, they're trying to create censorship laws to cover up for their incompetence. They're, They're trying to hide 
the fact that Democrats have been incompetent for so long that they want they want to silence you and they want to use the the weight of government to say, well, you can't criticize you can't criticize government. You can't say this. If you say this, we're gonna throw you in jail. Basically, guys, this is nothing more than censorship. This is nothing more than trying to silence your right to speak up and your right to speak freely. That's all it is, guys. And if you ask me, guys, this is nothing more than than creating censorship boards and basically trampling on the First Amendment and your and your Bill of Rights. This is what it's 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 what's coming, guys. It's what's coming. But to me, I'm against censorship. I'm against it. Because you know why? I'm against government limiting speech. Under the United States Constitution, we have a right to freedom of speech. We have a God-given right to freedom of speech. And government has no right to silence and censor us. They don't. And to me, guys, that's wrong. That is dead wrong. That is dead wrong. Okay? To basically censor you. Because the fact is... You're seeing you're seeing blue states trying to come up with like uh, censorship boards. This is basically antithetical to the U.S. Constitution. This is antithetical to to the First Amendment. Basically, if this bill pass, people should sue the state to a fucking Bolivian. By saying that, oh, they violated my First Amendment rights. My First Amendment rights were trampled. Sue them in federal court for it. Watch how fast it goes so far up to SCOTUS that I'm telling you right now, it would be squashed in less than half a fucking second. It would. It would. Now, to me, this, this is basically creating a... Like communist style censorship board. It is. It is. It is nothing more than basically trying to silence you, me, and everyone's right to speak freely. It pretty much is, guys. It pretty much is. Anyway, guys. Anyway, I want to talk about this one thing before we go for the end of the day. I really do, guys. We in the conservative movement need to fucking stop, like, being reactive to whenever you have far-left trannies like Dylan Mulvaney, like, parading in his, like, what, Nike gear or whatever. We need to stop being reactive to this and, and, and stop saying we should cancel this guy because... Let me tell you this. We can say this. We can say everything in the like until we're fucking blue in the face, but until actions like until movement and action happen, words coming out of conservatives' mouth means shit to me. Means very little to me. Because the fact is, guys, you have 
so many like conservatives who react to oh like I'll give you an example. Conservatives react when Hershey's put put a put a, a tranny on as a face of their product, and then next thing you know, went on a boycott rampage. Yeah, same thing with with now recently Dylan Mulvaney, who's now the spokesman for Bud Light, and now people are boycotting it. The, here's here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Conservatives in this country need to stop being reactive. They really do. They need to stop reacting and start being proactive. They really do. They really need to be proactive. Okay? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You know how you know how the left has created their own ecosystem, their own dichotomy, their own economy within the leftist circles? We need to take that playbook and fucking turn flip, turn the tables on them and do the same thing. Create our own ecosystem. Create our own economy. Create our own culture. Okay? Create our own values. Okay? We need to stop reacting to whatever the left's trying to do. Because you know what? The left, people in society... Aren't, aren't going to give a shit about it. People in society are are not gonna are not gonna like take notice of it. They're just gonna be like, yeah, okay, whatever. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We in the conservative sphere need to stop reacting to whenever Dylan Mulvaney parades around in whatever. Outlandish stupid shit or or outlandish product. We need to we need to stop that. Instead, guys, instead, we need to start creating our own ecosystem. Seriously, we need to start creating like sup- and supporting companies that share our that share conservative values. Okay, same thing with veteran-owned businesses. That is one great area. That we need to support more. We need to say like this. Okay, Nike, you want to support a, a man, a man who pretends to be a woman? Okay, fine. But you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna take our our money and go go to your rivals and support them. We need to we need we need to stop reacting to Democrats. We need to stop. Because you know why? Democrats get a high off our reaction. They get they get a drug high when they react. When 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 we react to their to their sheer stupidity. To me, we we need to stop. We need to stop. We need to create our own culture. I'll go further. We need to create our own our own like a our own conservative king community. Okay, we need to have a, a kink community that espouses conservative values. We really do. Okay, we need to create our own culture. We need to create a culture that basically goes the opposite of what the Democrats Democrats are, are doing. We we definitely need to do that. 
I, I am sick and tired, ladies and gentlemen. I am sick and tired of every time having to react to this. Okay? I am sick and tired of it. Okay? I, I, I seriously am. I'm sick and tired of having to react instead of being proactive. I see a lot of conservative pundits like Ben Shapiro, like Steven Crowder, like, like Michael Knowles, okay, or, or Candace Owens. They're all reacting whenever, whenever like a Democrat, liberal, or tranny activist like either gets sponsored by a product or or promotes a product or or does something outlandish and all this shit. We need to stop reacting to their bullshit because to me they're getting high. They're getting like they're getting a reaction. Okay. They're getting like this, like, like drug high from our reaction. We need to stop feeding it to them. We need to. We need to just create our own thing and do our own thing. Simple as that. Let 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 the let the let the far left socialists, communists, the the LGBTQ plus two YAP. Or or two P, you know what I mean? Two two P crap. Let them wallow in their own filth. Let them wallow, because because while they're wallowing in their own filth, we're doing our own thing. We're creating our own culture. We're creating our own society. We 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 gotta stop. We gotta stop feeding their reactions. We got to stop feeding it. We got to start creating it. You know how Dan Bongino always says about creating a parallel economy? We need to do the same thing. We need to create a parallel economy, a parallel culture, and, and a parallel ideals. Okay? We need to create our own uh, away from these, from these, like, filth. We really do. It, this is why I often say like this, guys. Democrats always love to talk the talk, but they never walk the walk. They never, they never back up what they say. They never do what they say. They never practice what they preach. They always want to talk, 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 like there's some big shot, like like there's some big and famous. I remember growing up, guys. I remember growing up back in the 1980s. Okay, where I remember a period in time where people, 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 people basically like judge you based on what you what you do rather than what you say. Today, it's the opposite. People judge you based on what you say rather than what you do. My era growing up, people judge your actions more than words because in my in, back in the 80s and 90s words mean nothing okay words mean jack little shit all right it's what you do is what is more important and and what you do 
speaks more than what you say. And the problem is with conservatives, they want us, they want to like uh, talk a lot and they want to say a lot. They want to say stuff that like, it's like they want to feel like they're, they're better than Democrats. Well, let me tell you something. You can say all you want that you want to be better than Democrats, but until you do it, I'm going to look at you in the face and go, yeah, right, bitch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's why that's why I'm I'm getting to a point where I'm going like this. I'm sick and tired of conservatives talking the talk but not walking the walk. I'm sick and tired of conservatives reacting to whatever Democrats do and whatever the LGBTQ 2P whatever does. I'm sick and tired of it. It's time to stop reacting and start doing, okay? It's time to create our own parallel system, okay? It's time. It is. I mean, look at it this way. We have, we have like a bunch of alternatives to social media right now, okay? We have a, we have a lot of companies who are creating alternative social medias and basically alternative services that are not woke, Okay, we need to start doing that to culture, too. We need to support music, arts that's that espouse conservative values. We really do. We need to support people who espouse conservative values. We really do. We really need to be open to people who basically have differences of opinion and not be like the left who goes who goes like this. Oh, if you don't toe our line, we're gonna run you, run you out, cancel you, like get you, get you like removed from everywhere. No, we we don't want to be like that. That's why, to me, guys, cancel culture is the most toxic piece of shit. The toxic shit. Okay, even 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 like this, it is more toxic than toxic sludge. That the EPA deals with on a daily basis. Okay? Cancel culture is more toxic than than toxic sludge itself. It is. That's why, that's why it's like this. Let the left, let the left cancel them. Let the let the left wallow in their cancel culture filth. Because you know why? When they're done canceling everybody else, and everybody else that got canceled by the left is is siding over with conservatives and and being welcomed, included, accepted in their opinions, viewpoints and beliefs and who they pre who they who they worship is valued. The the ones that the ones that are left in in the leftist circles, they're gonna be the ones canceled. They're gonna be ones, you know, they're gonna be ones who are canceled out. And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, giving you an example of this, guys. There's an article in the Red State, and I'm going to link this in the description. Dear Democrats, it's only a matter of time before the machine turns on yourself. Yeah, and the gist of the article is this, is that the people who always supported Democrats, they're the ones that are going to, they're the ones that are going to get canceled. They're the ones that are going to be, be run, run out. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and this is why I go like this. 
I go like this to to all the cons- to all the conservatives out there. Stop the stop the infighting. Okay? Stop the stop the partisanship. Band together. Okay? We got to band together and basically like get away from these from these toxic Democrats, leftist, socialist, communists, and these tranny cult members as far away as we can. We really have to. We really do, guys. Believe me. Believe me this, man. Believe me. Right now, I see it like this. The less reacting to Dylan Mulvaney being sponsored by, uh, by Bud Light and then, and then seeing him... Like being sponsored and paraded with Nike gear. We need to stop reacting to his bullshit. Because that's only feeding feeding his fetish, his kink, further and further and further. Instead, we just need to say, okay, okay, Nike, you want to sponsor this, this dude who pretends to be a woman? Okay, your business is going to go downhill and we're going to support your rival. We're going to support N- Nike's competitor that's all we need to say and then just let it and let it be okay that's that's all we need to do but the fact that like this the fact that like this conservatives have not basically banded together is that they're they're basically like different tribes that's all it is guys they're they're they're, they're basically different tribes and different factions but they all haven't, haven't come together for a common co- common cause. And this is the one thing that we and the conservatives need. Okay? We need a common cause. Okay? And that cause is for liberty and freedom. And that's what I'm calling for. Is that, is that conservatives come together under the common cause of liberty, freedom, and basically, like, Kids are kids are a no go zone for. Do you want to talk about LGBTQ crap shit? Yeah, we we need to really band together. We really do. Yeah, that's it's no it's no ifs ands or buts. It's it's none. But to me, guys, to me, I think like this. I think like this. It's time. It's time like this that. Conservatives start building their own parallel economy. It's it's time because you know why? Look at it this way. Democrats are destroying everything around us. And we as conservatives need to be able to have to pick up the pieces and rebuild our rebuild it in our own version. Okay? While Democrats are destroying everything else. We really do. And I believe we, we have to do it. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, but we really need to, okay? We really do, man. But for me, guys, for me, I look at it like this. We really need to stop the infighting in conservatives, and we really need to get our, get our collective heads together and fight a common enemy, which is what? Our socialist, communist, Democrats, and far-left radicals. 
we really need to band together and fight this enemy tooth and nail. Because right now, right now, we're, we're, we're just we're just like reacting. And I've seen this largely in society. We have to be more of a of a proactive instead of reactive. We need to we need to be able to have our own our own alternatives to whatever the left's doing. Okay? That's why I have like alternative social media like Gab, MeWe, Minds, Parlor, Rumble, Getter, and Vero. I have my alternatives because I know on on the leftist sites like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, I'm not gonna get any like I'm not gonna get any in- interaction. I'm not. I know on alternative social media sites, oh, I'll get a lot of interaction. I know I'll get a lot of people, and I'll be able to, I'll be able to hear people with differences of opinion. I'll be able to. Yeah, that's why. That's why I say it's like this. We need to have viable alternatives. We really need to. And the way I see it, guys, conservatives need to stop reacting. Instead, we need to be proactive. And we need to say like this. If you're tired of Nike going woke, here's companies that support our values, support our ideals, that you can buy their stuff. Simple as that, guys. It's as simple as that. All right. Wow. That was that was a long ass show. That was a long ass show. And yeah, I'm looking at my diaper, and they held out pretty well. They they held out they held out so so well, guys. They pretty much did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm I'm gonna end the show for today. Okay, I want to play like a Call of Duty War or or like a or DMZ with 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 the guys. Okay, so uh, I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I will see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.